Cafeteria Talk, the podcast where we talk about any and everything. Like I said, this is Nua, DJ Nua. What's good, your boys? It's your boy, Slick Rob. No introduction needed. I just realized I said boy like three times. <laughs> oh, so that means it's me. You know who it is? It's your boy, Kid Kev, on the line. You already know what we do over here. Hello, beautiful people. It's your boy, Quattro, back on the mic. For another episode. Yeah. I don't like the way you said that. Yeah, that was just I'm weird. Sorry. It's your boy, Quattro. I'm back on the mic. Yeah, sir. That was even weirder. I think we'll just uh, go with the first uh, one. Because, he's done that uh, one before. No, yeah. that first one was too much for me. That that first one was definitely way too much. Canceled. But, My name is Quattro, and I'm back on the mic. But, like I said, this is Cafeteria Talk. And today, we are going to be talking about... Um, the newest addition to Disney Plus. If you don't have Disney Plus, you've probably heard about it. Today we'll be talking about a musical. Alexander Hamilton. What are you doing with your life, honestly? Alexander Hamilton. Okay, okay. All, all right, oh, that, that was impressive. It. That was impressive. I can't even lie. Thank On you. key, look at you. I'm so Thank proud. You. That's, was, I, was, I don't have to auto-tune that. Now, if Quattro did that, amen. Hey, you know what? Hey, I'm hey, gonna give myself hey, back shut the hell up. Let me do a little bit of business, man. You can follow us on Instagram at Cafeteria Talk Official. You can follow us on Twitter at Cafeteria Talk. If you happen to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave us five star ratings and reviews. Back to you, DJ Noah. Alrighty. Now we're gonna we start off this every episode the way we usually do it with a little put on. We just kind of tell you what we've been listening to, watching, eating in Will's case. Or reading in my case. And we're just gonna share it with you, the people. So, who's gonna go first? Definitely me. I think exactly. we'll go oldest to youngest. Alright, so it's your boy Slick Rob, and yes, I'm going to put y'all on another what is it? Art? What is the another piece by Linwell Miranda called In the Heights? I'm pretty sure y'all have all heard of it by now, considering the fact the movie was supposed to come out, I think, by now or something, or yep. in July. We're in July. I'm tripping. But um, his actual play of In the Heights, that one that he directed, is on YouTube. You can look it up. You probably have to type in In the Heights play, Lin-Manuel Miranda or something. I don't think this is the play that he was in. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Mm-hmm. I said Lin-Manuel. I always say Lin-Manuel. Lin-Manuel. Am I saying it? I don't know. Lin-Manuel Miranda. But anyway, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Anyway, but yeah, um, one of the plays, one of the In the Heights um, productions that he actually directed is on YouTube. It's like two hours long, and it's a. I love. It's actually one of my favorite pieces by him. Of course, until Hamilton. Now Hamilton, obviously, <laughs> in the heights for me. Just play why? Yeah. But yeah, definitely, it was very good. Um, music was gas. I mean, it was kind of like a standard play, not like necessarily like a musical type thing. So yeah, it was pretty dope. Um, check it out in the heights, Lima Miranda YouTube. In the heights. Well, you know, I'm gonna for my put on. I'm gonna go back to 2009. I'm gonna talk about Star Trek. I was easily I don't know why, but I watched it on HBO Max. Don't look at me like that. I watched it on HBO Max again, and I just realized, dang, this movie really created so many careers. I mean, you had Chris Pine, you had Zoe Saldana, you had heck, even Chris Hemsworth was in that movie. Even though it was only for like a minuscule second, he was in that movie too. That created his career right there. You know what? I don't like the way you look at me, Quattro. The hostility is yeah. happening. There have been some very interesting put-ons in the last 46 episodes. And that, by far, might be the worst. And I put on 13 serious? Reasons Why and Riverdale. Star Trek? Star Trek? Bruh. Yes. Okay, you Star know what I mean? It's kind of funny. Okay, Star so, Trek so, is one of the most underrated trilogies in my opinion. In my opinion. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You mean Just the, the new movies or like... The Kelvin? No, yeah. the new movies. Oh. Because, um... Okay. You do realize, like, why everyone hated this one, hated, like, the trilogy, right? I loved it. I don't know what they're talking about. Oh, yeah. Were you, were you a fan of Star Trek before these movies came out? 
Yeah, like I I used to watch the uh was it the original ones with my dad, and then once it went to and then we watched the reruns of uh was it Next Generation. So I mean I've been there for a for a okay. minute. Well, you, you okay? So you're aware of like how like it works with the Kelvin universe and all that stuff, and how like this yeah. is technically a different continuity and this that the third yeah blah 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 because like yeah because they I mean they showed that in the in the first movie yeah the, I I I just remember the outrage and like remember when people like. When that first came out, and then we got the news that uh, JJ was directing Force Awakens, first thing I thought of mm-hmm. was Star Trek. I was like, "Oh God, no! Please, 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 please!" I mean, I think they did the adaptation pretty well. I mean, I liked Chris Pine as Captain Kirk. I oh, mean, me too. Like at the cast, yeah. I think the casting for that first one was perfect. Not gonna lie. Yeah, it's just that you know Chris Pine he wanted more money, and that's why the uh, was it the franchise ended. But you know. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> All right, I'll go now, even though, I don't know. We I'm going to I'm, I'm stay in the room of musicals, and I'm just going to put y'all on one of my favorite musicals of all time. In fact, I might do a dub. I might do two, just because I feel rebellious. But I'm going to first start off with The Lion King. That's like probably, that's my, that is my all-time favorite Broadway musical ever. Like, I already knew he was doing that. It takes <laughs> the music from like the movie Lion King and just makes it ten times better. Like everything that's good about the original movie is better in the Broadway version. The soundtrack, gas. The choir, gas. There's only one point where I wish the choir would shut up, and that's during the stampede. There's this one small part in the stampede where the strings stand out in the movie, and you know the. Uh, the choir singing over it in the play. But besides that, everything in the Broadway version of The Lion King is better than than the original. And a little side put on. I'm going to also put y'all on The Color Purple. That is a great musical. Talk about for the culture. Like, like it, it, it literally opens with like a gospel church service and then it, then it flows into the story. Like, it's... Everything I I was on Run Crew for a for, for a production of it, and when I just I was just blown away by like how like the behind the scenes and you know I was behind the scenes, but I also got to watch the show. Pretty much learned all the choreography for the show, and I, it was a huge cast. And I just love seeing a cast go from strangers to family. Sounds pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So for my put on, I'm going to bring it back to 2003 with the hilarious Chris Rock film, Head of State. I recently just watched this movie and I absolutely loved it. Chris Rock was hilarious. And with all the antics and funny things that happened in it, this movie had a lot to say about society as a whole. It even still holds up today here in 2020, 17 years later. Um, Really good movie. Had my girl in it, uh, Mae Whitfield. Um, She was funny in it. Uh, I really like that movie. It's not it's not a great piece of cinema, you know, art. It's uh, you know, just a run of the mill black comedy. Um, but I expect I didn't expect it to be as good. It was it had really good cinematography in it, actually, which I was kind of surprised about. And uh they took some really uh interesting risk in terms of camera work in that in that movie, which I was like, huh, okay movie, I see you. It's stuff like that, like you would think in the you find cinem- good cinematography in the weirdest of places, so I already like it. Um we're going to definitely talk about that in Hamilton because there was some Dolly Zoom stuff. I was like, oh, oh, I know you didn't just do this, but okay. Yeah, um, I know exactly what you're talking about. But yes, so I... Um, you can see Quattro now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's my put on, man. Head of State, check it out. Uh, it's on Netflix. Nope, that's a lie. It's on Video On Demand. Which on demand, like AT and T on demand, uh, Xfinity on demand, sir. Next motion, sir. Whatever, whatever demand you feel like it. it whatever feel like demand, because AT and T got some stuff that uh, Xfinity doesn't. Oh, for real? What we got? I need to know. I have AT and T. I don't know. Hey. I just know that it's different. It's got to be different to keep competition. Capitalism, bro. Competition. That's what it's all Capitalism about. Capitalism drives the economy. In case you guys didn't look exactly. Well, Snoo, usher us into what we're doing next, my friend. Well, as I said before, we are talking about the most recent addition to Disney+. Plus. Uh, just in time for the 4th of July, if you celebrated it this year, 
Uh, See you on the fifth. That that's that's a whole other topic that we're not going to. Today. <laughs> yeah. We're not going before to. you get into that. Me, before the patriot, into, uh, is not going to go into that. Um, oh lord. Oh, y'all. before you get into that, um, I wanted to let the people know we review uh, movies in uh, a very kind of specific way, kind of keep us in a little flow. And I know this is not a movie; it's a play, but this kind of still applies. So first, look at the visuals. How does the play look? Does it catch the viewer's eye? This, this encompasses costumes, lightscape, and CGI. So costume is really cool because this is a play, so costumes are really important. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Then we look at the story. What's it about? Does it tell a good, well-paced story? Well, we're going to comment on maybe the writing, the tone, um, the structure, uh, the dialogue. Um, it's a play, so there's a lot of that. Yep. Um, and then with three, we're going to look at the implications. What are we left with? Do we want to see more sequels, a TV show, a movie? Uh, more from Lin-Manuel Miranda. You got me saying it wrong now. Uh, and do we want like a spinoff or something like that? So that's how we do things here at Cafeteria Talk. I'm going to give it right back to Shanoa. Okay. We are talking about Hamilton. The Alexander smash hit Broadway. Hamilton. The smash hit Broadway show that broke records. It's pretty... It, it pretty much did to Broadway what The Lion King did to Broadway just in this day and age. It's probably never going to leave the, the theater. It's probably never going to leave New York, let's be honest. Mm, of course not. So, it stars um, Lin-Manuel Miranda as the title, Alexander Hamilton. I did not look at the rest of the cast list. Give me one second. David Davis. I just had it up and then... Yeah. Uh, that dude was in blackish. He put I'm me sure on the spot and like, didn't tell me I'd be like hosting this episode until the seconds before we started recording so I oh yeah we also got my girl philippa uh yeah philippa sue man oh man and this that's is my, the original like I... this is the original cast it's a production of the original cast which is really dope because you know most of these people aren't um aren't actually you know doing doing hamilton anymore like um for example the actor who plays who played lafayette and thomas jefferson now has his own show on, I think it's USA. So I'll, I'll read it. I'll read it off. Okay. So we got Jonathan Groff as King George III. David Diggs as Marquise de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson. Okay. Leslie Odom Jr. was Aaron Burr. Lynn Manuel Miranda, Alexander Hamilton. Anthony Ramos, John Lawrence. Philip Lassou, Eliza Hamilton. Christopher Jackson as George Washington, my favorite. Uh, wait a second. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Renee Elise Goldsberry, uh, Alicia Schuyler, Schuyler, Jasmine Cephas Jones, Peggy uh, Schuyler, oh, and Maria Reynolds. Man, uh, oh, okay. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try not to like destroy this name. Oh God. Oh, Kiriete. Oh, oh, not. Let me see it. Try that out, bro. Oh. I, man. Kiriete, oh no, what don't. <laughs> oh, not that one. Oh yeah. Oh, not a one. Nah, you said oh, not a one. Like, ooh. The last, the last oh, name. Oh Lord, guess it made another one. Yeah, that that was a that was a tough one. And then Ephraim Sykes, Ephraim Sykes is George uh, Eaker, Ariana Debois, uh, Debois, Ensemble. Yeah. Uh, rest of these ensemble characters. Yeah, I love the ensemble. So yeah, pretty pretty stack cast. I mean, David Diggs is sick. Just great guy, great actor. And oh, Lin Manuel yeah. Miranda is raw. Yeah, he thinks he's he's the one who has, he has his own show on um on USA now and yeah what's this show again uh, I I forget yeah. I just every time I you see it I think he's it. playing the king from The Walking Dead. <laughs> he do no. he do he do low key got the, bro if you look at it he looks Ezekiel. just like he looks like a like a young version of the king from The Walking Dead. He's got the Ezekiel vibes. Yeah, hmm. King Ezekiel. He looks Snowpiercer. That's the name of the show. Okay, yeah, I was looking it up right now. And he, he plays the character Andre. Uh, he's, he's Andre Layton and Snowpiercer. He's also played, um, he's also going to be playing Frederick Douglass in the Good Lord Bird movie ser- uh, miniseries. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, he played okay. my boy Frederick I mean, he Douglass? got the hair for it. I mean, yeah, he's, I mean, he's I, got the hair. He definitely does. Bro, I said that right before this podcast. I were talking about what if we had more black musicals about black people in history, how they did Alexander Hamilton. I'm like, what if we had a Frederick Douglass musical? He did say that earlier. Yo, yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking at, I'm, look, I'm just looking at his, uh, his like his his resume. He actually did some voice acting in a uh, Star Wars Resistance, the TV series that none of us have watched. 
Yeah, I definitely did not. I love watch how you stitched with us. Was like, yeah, bro. None of us have watched that book. He said, we, like, he already knows we never watched it. Because like it, it's not it's not even on the level of Rebels, if we're being honest. But we're not talking about Star Wars. We're talking about Hamilton. So let's bring oh, it. Back. Let's bring it back. We always bring up Star Wars, right? Somehow. So we definitely got to look at these visuals first off, man. So, oh my God, that set. Man, that man. Set. <sighs> It was beautiful. Oh, it's, it, the thing is, like, up, it's so a very simple set. Talking about visuals, it's like, like it's no a cap, yeah. They didn't, and then they didn't really have to change it much. Yeah, it's, it's a very simple set with like, n- there's no set pieces that really change. It had like this moving staircase, but the the rotating set in the middle yeah. was like yeah. yeah. There was, it's it was like two of them. Two. It was two circles: yeah. an inner circle that rotated one way, and an outer circle yeah. that rotate the other way. And it just made for some amazing, amazing visuals. And um, and the way the way that the way the stage was lit was crazy. Like, so yeah, that's the thing. Lighting told the whole story for me. Oh yeah, oh, that's most a definitely. big thing. Even in theater, in general, lighting is lighting actually <sighs> plays a bigger a bigger role in theater than in film, and no one notices it. Yep. Yeah, because I mean, film lighting. You see, film lighting you can adjust like in also you can adjust it in post I mean it's not good to do that but then sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do right but in theater you can't adjust no damn lighting like when you're rough through no it it takes like even if you do like a Q to Q like right before the show which Robert and I have been to a show where it did that and it it didn't turn out well because oh we we don't talk about that well well you can I'm not gonna talk about it because it was wild it was wild but you know we we had fun in our end though oh yeah we did Everyone else. Woo! Next Wait, motion. Was that the same? Was that the same one where I um? No, that was one where you weren't there. Oh. Oh, I did hear about that one. He talked about that at the meeting. However, that third one though, that was. We're not gonna talk about that. That was too hilarious. Oh yeah, we was in a whole different state too. Um, but I also really liked the costumes in this. Oh yeah, oh, they yeah. definitely yes. seemed uh historically accurate. Oh yeah. yeah, like indeed. Period piece costumes I, are actually very hard to pull off because mm-hmm. you have There's to so make much it research authentic. That has to go into it. You have to make it authentic while hiding things like zippers. You know. Mm. Yeah. Like oh, I don't know if they point. had zippers back then, but like. I'm just trying to see it. Again, just to just to relate to like what I've had to do, we actually had to do a piece where we all had to wear like sandals, and we had to like we had to actually like look. It was set in like. Uh, Roman basically had to wear Jesus sandals but we had to like look mm-hmm. to make sure that we if we could use Velcro if Velcro was invented back then or not yeah. thankfully it was we, so we were able to use Velcro sandals Velcro was a real thing yeah. back then mm-hmm. you wow. know zip, zippers weren't a real thing until 1893 yeah. and we're so talking like, about a play that was set in the 1700s yeah, early so you, 1800s they had to like hide the zippers cause like you know those costumes and those, all those corsets like they had they had to have zippers but with the multi-million dollar Broadway production where you have such a big budget, I better yeah. not see no damn zipper. Because what was their budget? Like $12.5 million? What? Yeah. For Broadway is for expensive. Amazon, it was 12.5. Yeah. Why? Bro, I mean, because there's so many people you have to pay, first you of all. You know how many people you have to you pay? pay I mean, yeah, the writers, like, you got to pay musicians, you have to pay the uh, actual, what is it, production company itself? Yeah, production crew. You have to, oh, yeah. And then, then also, not to mention what else goes into it, you got to pay... All of the stage hands, stage crew, the riggers, oh people who are setting these lights up. The there's oh, a yeah, sound designer. There is a lighting designer. Like Sai, you do, know this. More you goes like Sai, You've done the backhand of theater. You should know all the work that goes into it. Like you've been, you've never been paid for it. Exactly. Yeah, which <laughs> the amount of work that goes into it. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely understand. Think about but I mean, this level. is Broadway we're talking York, about. Though. You are unionized. You. Yeah. If you're gonna be doing all that work. For a production where people are paying like a thousand dollars a ticket, you better be well paid. Yeah, bro, I knew y'all was capping, but it was like about a front row seat at Hamilton was two hundred dollars. Well, so I was like, oh, wait, you said in Jacksonville. Row? Oh, hey, man, how when expensive it was is Broadway? Broadway is expensive. Well, me and Chanel did our well, Broadway but it, show. It was with the it was still with the touring Broadway. cast, not yeah, Lin Manuel yeah. Miranda. Well, yeah, Lin Manuel Miranda wasn't even doing it at that point. Yeah. He, wow. I forgot what. Well, he I was. looked it up and it said the average price ran from what was it, two hundred seventy to three hundred and ten. But then during the holiday periods, or it could get as much as eight hundred and forty nine dollars, with it going up to a thousand during the holidays. Jesus. Yeah. In yeah. fact, my uh, one one of my uh, one of my uh, college professors, my theater professors, 
he told me that like I forget the name of it, but there's like an actual ticket booth. Like there's one at the theaters, but it's not like the main one. It's like off to the side. It pretty much looks bootleg, but like they'll basically sell unsold seats for like half the price. At, at wow, that's crazy. And, and this is this is in New York. Like there's one in Times Square, and there's actually one in the theater district. I forget what it's called, but he told us about it. He's like, if you're ever in New York, you look for that. I'm like, thank you, uh, Professor McCullough. It's crazy because I know a couple of people that do Broadway stuff in New York. I'm gonna ask them. Yeah, they interesting. It's Broadway. Broadway is a whole in- industry. I'm trying to figure out how I can like invest into some Broadway shows, but you you gotta have like old money to really invest in Broadway shows. Oh. To be honest. I'm trying to look at yeah, uh, honestly. Um, anything else visually, you guys stuck out to y'all? Um, um out to me. a few, a few of the camera angles. There was one. Yeah, I, I think was it was. That. There was this one angle. There was this one particular. Moment, I forget. I think it was when right, before, right, either right as the sun was being born, or right as he was getting kicked out to go home, and the camera was just tilted slightly. Like it was very subtle, but you could just see the disorientation in his thoughts. Just by that slight angle change of the camera. Yeah. Wait, um, like, wait, he was standing part, up straight, which, but he just looked like he was kind of almost Michael Jackson leaning a bit. Which, which part was it? Which part are you talking about? It like, was, you remember, like, it was either song, right before it was either right before his son was born and right before right as he was getting kicked off to go go back home off the off of the army. And Oh me, I know what you're talking about. Just okay, a disclaimer, people, now. for everyone listening. I intentionally did not listen to the Hamilton soundtrack at all because I wanted my first impression to be seeing it either in person. Yeah, I felt that too. Either I in didn't person. even know the soundtrack was out. The, the soundtrack Bro, was, was the hyped out. The soundtrack has been was out since like 2016. When, uh, yeah. How did, how did yeah. you not know it's People out? were hyping it up ever since. Bro, so. I did, and look, this I, figured I, would ne- I figured I would never see Hamilton because you know it was like unattainable for literally everybody yeah. until yeah. it came out. I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch it. And that was the first time I'd ever heard the music. And then I was just blown away. I had only listened to the uh, the first the opening number because I right. had to sing it at a cabaret once, so I knew that, knew all the notes to that. And mm. I know we're on visuals, but are we gonna get to singing and all that stuff? Because yeah, oh my yeah. god. Well, well that one is one more thing about mm-hmm. the one more thing about the soundtrack. The only type of Hamilton thing I did hear was the mixtape he did with all those like. That was good, too. Oh, that's another put-on. If y'all have not heard the Hamilton mixtape with Lin-Manuel Miranda, you got Usher. You oh, got John I, I heard, I have the song, um, I heard Dear Theodosia when Chance the yeah. Rapper did it. Yeah, when yeah, Chance yeah. the Rapper, bro. That mixtape, gas. That's another put-on. Actually, I, the song, dude, I don't like it when Chance did it, but I actually really liked it in the show a lot oh, yeah. better. Like, he sung it a lot slower, and he was, the like, singer was better. So, Because, hmm. like, Chance is not, he's a, he can't really sing, but he can sing. Like, it's he's like got me, that. you know. Like I can match notes, but I can't sing. Right. So we, but we could definitely get into singing. Just to, oh my goodness, man, the singing and the rapping. Like it's just yeah, I didn't. Like, so I didn't really know, great people for this. I didn't know yeah. watching Hamilton. Like I, very, I knew very little going in, and so when I watched, I didn't know they were like harmonizing the entire show. Oh yeah. See, it was I weird because my I first impression, my first impression on Hamilton was just like you know I thought the whole thing was like rap, and then. Um, when I was in like high school, my girlfriend was like, tried to get me to listen to it. I'm like, I don't want to listen to it until I see it. And she was singing it. She was like singing. It. I'm like, well, I thought this was hip hop. What do you mean they're singing? I mean, it's a musical, but I mean, yeah. And then when I finally listened to it myself, I'm like, oh, that's how they incorporated it. Oh, that's amazing. And now that I'm finally seeing it, I'm like, this is, this is gas. Like this is the, this is probably the, like, I don't want to say the new wave, but it's definitely a new direction for, for theater in general. Like, I'm willing to step out on a limb. You, this is going to go over you guys' heads, probably. But I'm willing to go out on a limb and say that Lin-Manuel Miranda is probably, like, the next Sondheim. The next who? Sondheim. Sondheim. I agree. Is it? I'll give you that. Like, like, when you were saying that, like, this could be the new wave, I was like, I don't know. Because, like, bro, I don't think anybody, like, is touching what he what this man did with this oh, with Hamilton. But I'm talking you know about, like, I, like, for him just to, like, dominate the thing. Like, you have all these Sondheim shows... Like, remember the play that I did, uh, Forum? The, the, the comedy one with the, where I was, like, playing the eunuch and all that whatnot? Mm-hmm. That was a Sondheim show. Isn't also, uh, Into the Woods a Sondheim show, too? I think so. I think it is, yeah. 
It's wait, you're talking about the original Frank play. Yeah, yeah, that's, form, right yeah from, that's a Sondheim show. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Bruh. I, I think that was one of Sondheim's it first. Was it, is it on the, was is it, was it written on the pamphlet? Because I didn't I see so. it. I think so. I, I think that was one of Sondheim's first shows. If I'm not mistaken. I might be mistaken. Yeah, but... I can look it up. But... But hot take about what you said, this is a new way for theater. Because I put this on before. Remember when we did our creative, our creativity episode? Yeah. Our Q&A about creativity. And I put on um, Hollywood Reporter. Yes. And in that episode, I mentioned how I was watching an interview with Childish Gambino, mm-hmm. Issa Rae, and Lin-Manuel Miranda with John Lin-Manuel. I keep saying his name wrong. And John Favreau was the anchor. I'm going to send that link to y'all to watch it. But Lin-Manuel, in there, he mentioned about... This was right after he had finished Hamilton. Like, the Hamilton that... We're kind of looking at in the background a little bit for visually. He was saying that throughout the making of this, like he wanted to do something new and refreshing, but be on the level of the challenge of don't do do this up. I, they are right. you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and he's like, it took a lot of like he's like they create. I'll send it to y'all, but I'm not gonna go in the whole spill of what he said. But like, because like this is literally after he had just finished Hamilton. Like, it was good. The the way he described how he did everything, oh my and god! And like I, I, when I was in, uh, in fact, side, did you take um, uh, Logan's uh, history class? Like, like going over the Revolutionary War and stuff like that? Because she showed us a documentary no. on the actual this actual musical on on Hamilton and like all the stress he went through like to make it. It's available on like PBS's uh website if you're like one of their. Uh, public radio subscribers you can actually access it for free and hmm. when i say it is crazy all this stuff that like he actually bases he was reading a book he's this whole thing came with him just reading reading a, yes, a based biography on the book. yep it's a, reading a biography and he's like yo and he sees this beef between aaron burr and uh and uh and hamilton he's first thing he was thinking was tubac and biggie like he actually said that's what i'm thinking Wow. Yeah, he said, bro, he said that in the interview I'm talking about with Childish Gambino and Issa Rae. He says that. Yeah, and so then then he's just like, oh, well, then he wrote that first, then he wrote the opening number and he performed it at the, uh, was it the White House Correspondents Dinner? I think it was. Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because he talks about that too. And like, what's amazing is like, people laughed at him when he first did this rap about Alexander Hamilton and then looked like, what, eight years later? $75 million later. Man, exactly. that boy cashed in the bag for that one. Like, and for, a 3% first thing is, residual tech. Rigid, residual tech. Residual, right. yeah. Like, I remember the first time they said, first time he said Alexander Hamilton, they laughed at him. Now when you hear Alexander Hamilton, they cheer. Yep. Don't let people laughing at you distract you from your dream because you never know what your dream can become. Bruh, it's this- literally, bruh I'm, I'm not kidding. It's like you're re-saying the stuff that was said in that interview. I'm sending y'all that interview. I keep mentioning that. It's such a good interview with John Favreau, Lynn Wilmer, and Issa Rae. Wait, John yeah, Favreau? Yeah, check that out. John Favreau, you, have you seen The Hollywood Reporter on YouTube? Like, the link? Oh, like, yeah. Where, okay. The roundtable? That roundtable right. was Issa Rae, Gambino, Miranda, and John Favreau was the anchor. It was just them four. Them four. And it was so good. It's the best one I've seen so far. Bruh, John Favreau... Teaming up with Lin Manuel Miranda would be just what we need, just what I'm humanity saying. needs. It is what it needs. Bruh, a movie directed by John Favreau with music and score, all that stuff composed by Lin Manuel Miranda. It's beautiful. Just in case you can't see, it would be beautiful. Cool. Like imagine if they had teamed up for Lion King. Oh, over. It would have been better than over. what we got. But we ain't. We ain't talking about that. We, we're not talking about that. Speaking of, let's move into this story, man. So, like you said, it's based on a book. And I, I personally had never, like, all I knew about based off of Alexander Hamilton was that he was the reason for our banking system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he founded the um, first uh, bank, so of bank, the, of America? bank of the United States, mm-hmm. the bus. Mm-hmm. And um, he was on the $10 bill. And so I didn't know about the beef with Aaron Burr. Uh, his close personal relationship with um, George Washington. Like, I, I love how, while this was entertaining, it taught me something. But, I mean, right. also, yeah, it glorifies some things, but, you know, we'll get in, we'll probably get into that. Yeah. yeah um, I, um... Oh, I, I think, sorry, the, I th- really, the coolest thing about the story is that, you know, it's not, you know, everyone's talking about, it's not accurate. Well, like, 
he never said it was meant to be 100% accurate. However, what? it's 85% accurate, and it taught more about Alexander Hamilton than 14 years of elementary, I'm including K-4 and K-5, 14 years mm. of school ever taught me about Alexander Hamilton. And, like, I learned more about Who's this from two hours of watching people sing than I did from 12 years of, you know, taking a one-hour history Yeah, class. I definitely yeah. felt that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this man is incredibly important to our history. I mean, yeah. the banking system. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, cra- it's crazy because, um, you know, I used to, before, before I decided to be a film major, I was a history major, so, you know, Anything I like to see about history, like documentaries, anything I like to watch them. And when mm, I took too. my history, I history, when I when I when I took my history class, um, before eighteen seventy seven, history before eighteen seventy seven at my college, and you talked about Alexander Hamilton. My professor was like, "Yo, he was like, he's like, who who knows Alexander? Who actually knows Alexander Hamilton? Like, uh, much about him? Only thing I was like, he he started some banking stuff, but it was like, yeah. but do you know like what he did, what he went through, and all that? I'm like, no, and like. He vaguely explained it because my history teacher, he loved to he loved to like tell stories, like the story of everything, like like almost like reading a book with trying to tell live action. But like, bruh, yeah, who was right? Like straight up these two hours, I learned a lot more than I learned in elementary, middle, high school and even college about Hamilton in these two hours. And I think that's just gas. See, that, that's interesting that you mentioned even college, because my college professors like use this book to teach us or use use. She, she like she showed us the documentary about the making of the play and like even in this documentary it shows how Lynn was studying Hamilton to make this play and how like he would like he actually like did a mock duel with the actor that was playing Aaron Burr so like they could like really get into their character this that and the third and they just kept going and going and going and then she explained the whole thing to us already here's some info in between here Here's, you know, all the stuff about Thomas Jefferson that we, that the play doesn't talk about, but we know it happened, but, you know, the play doesn't need to focus on it, but we, but as long as you know it happened, like, we just went over everything we could about the revolutionary period. That's my favorite part of history, even though, like, our people weren't free and we were very much oppressed, I still think that's, like, my favorite part of history. The yeah. Revolutionary War. I can... It's I, just so... It's, it's like it's like it's a like movie, the, man. It's like, the, tr- yeah, it's like it's, the first underdog story. Right. Probably like, of American history. And it was crazy. Like, like, one of the things... One of the things I really loved about the story, uh, we mentioned Aaron Burr and the beef between him and um, Lin-Manuel Miranda's Hamilton was that... Uh, I'm a huge fan of the show House of Cards. And mm-hmm. in that show, you watch this president, you know have banter and have, you know, beefs and arguments about policy and things you want to do with other politicians. And, like, they cut, they go for the throat. They argue, like, children sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. Like, you see them doing the same exact thing in this show. It's like, where, so and it was, was it, like, 150 years yeah, later? Like, and they're yeah. doing the same thing. And the backstabbing yeah. and, right. the, and like, the smoke and mirrors and stuff. I thought that was so cool to see. Like, yo, it, it, this translates from so this the thing, 1800s to today. This like, I thought that was so cool. from the beginning until now. Yeah. Right, and, and that's one thing, like, you know... One thing I never honestly, like, considered until recently was the fact that these founding fathers, they didn't get along on every topic either. They didn't yes. agree on everything. Yeah. Like, there was still, like, you know, there, was, there wasn't bipartisanship by name, but it was there by principle. Everyone wanted something yep. different. Yep. And, like, you know, we talk, we've talked about the Great Compromise in history, but you never actually just sat down and thought, like, yo, these people were pretty much all but pulling a gun on each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, another politician killed this man, so... Right. Yeah. And I, one and of my favorite lines in the too. show was when yeah. um, J- Thomas Jefferson, right after... Um, Lim- not Lemon War Miranda. When Alexander Hamlin had died, and he was like, uh, his banking system was a work of genius. I tried to get rid of it. Trust me, I tried. And I was like, you can't. I mean, it's literally just... This it literally brought... Like they genius. said, it brought the country from... Uh, what is it? From poorness to prosperity. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, one thing... We were talking to Ty about this before we recorded this episode. Uh, people, A lot of people have seen that this uh, show is kind of problematic because it glorifies some things. At, at first glance, when I start, first watched it, I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. Like, uh, these people of color playing people that, like, own slaves. Yeah, and my mom, yeah. my mom told me when I told her that, she was like... Well, you know, but there were black people that owned slaves. Exactly. I mean, yeah. then it was a um, it was a status thing, mm-hmm. not really a color thing. It was a status thing to own colorism. Slaves. It's colorism. The, it's the true definition of colorism. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I I thought that was kind of interesting, but then I saw an interview with Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, yesterday. I'm I'm not sure what what it was on. I think it was entertainment, and he was like, um, 
you know, the thesis of him creating Hamilton with people of color was that he wanted to tell the story of America then by the story of America with the story of America now. And he mm-hmm. was like, people of color are the, are the past, the present and the future of this country. And I thought that was really uh, powerful. Um, I don't know. Like, I'd have to go back and look at the real history of Alexander Hamilton because to see how glorified it was. But do y'all do y'all think it was kind of glorified at all? Like what do you mean? Like to some de- to, to some degree, it, yes. I mean, it was it, subtle though. That's that's the good. Yeah, that's, that's the, the good thing. They, they kind of made it subtle, but I think to some degree, was, yeah. Not, I, I don't want to say it was glorified. I just want to say it just wasn't focused on. Like yeah, for I example, could, like yeah, I can agree. With I that. mean, because like I know, like we know the founding fathers did a lot of horrible things. Mm-hmm. We know they weren't perfect, but I don't think that we need to talk about it every time we talk about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, we know we know that Thomas Jefferson raped Sally Hemings. And to this day, there's still a family. In fact, I shared something on Facebook today, like his six, six generation great grandfather's son mocked his uh, his presidential photo. I want to say he looks like a black version of Thomas Jefferson. They look the exact same. It's crazy. Wow. So, like, really? Yeah. Is he still alive? Uh, yeah. This is the this generation grandson. What? Of Thomas Jefferson? Yeah. That's like Ancestry.com. That is insane. You know I mean, you yeah, are Ancestry.com. Yeah, you know about the whole Sally Hemings... Sally Hemings... Oh, of course. Right? Oh, of yeah. course. I didn't know that. So, like, the family, oh, yeah. like, to this oh, day... Oh, well, Kevin doesn't like, know. Explain it to Kevin. Okay, so... We know that the slave masters would, would you know, rape their slaves. Yeah. So, Sally that's Hemings... That's how, like, a lot of, like, light-skinned people came to be, not yeah. to be, like, you know... But Sally Hemings no, was I mean, Thomas Jefferson. The first light-skinned person didn't come from Thomas Jefferson, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Sally Hemings was uh, Thomas Jefferson's personal uh, sex slave. Let's just call it what it is. It was a, his, pretty much like yeah, mm-hmm. personal sex slave. And there is to this day. I mean, they even knew it back then. Like they would try to bring it up in, uh, in like you know, like the political cartoons. Uh, Thomas Jefferson has a whole f- baby to his slave. Like they would do stuff like that, but they didn't really have you know fact checking like they did now, or else he probably wouldn't have become president. But no, so yeah, be president now. And so <laughs> he definitely couldn't. So I mean, yeah. So he actually, you know, raped her many times, and she was like twelve, fourteen when all this started. I don't know how many kids uh, he had with her, but the family is still alive to this day. Enough. We could just say that enough. Yeah, enough. More one is more than enough because she was fourteen. Yep, and also, he indeed. never actually... Free, all of her children were free, but he never actually freed her. Mm-hmm. It, it, Bro, someone said Jefferson in class was, they should have made a movie about her. Someone said that in class. Yeah, that, that, that'd be hard to watch, not gonna lie. Oh, yeah. That's what I said. I can watch that. Yo, what, real quick, though. Uh, so, we're, we have it on the screen, just kind of in the background to kind of keep us uh, in the spirit of Hamilton. Mm-hmm. The, we're watching the scene where the... Uh, the sisters just hopped on screen. And the Skyler sisters. The Skyler sisters. Now I'm looking at these at these corsets. How in the world can they breathe? You know, you probably know that those costume designers had to come up with a way for them to do it because there's no way you're going through a two hour performance in one of those. I mean, yeah. So they probably had some special way of doing it or something like that. Uh, I think it's possible that they probably did go along with it just because, you know, these are. These people are getting paid, like, you know, a few thousand per show. Oh, man. It's going to have to be double-digit thousands for me. Well, I mean, I know, like, top top billing. I know Mufasa gets paid 10,000 per show. Wow. What? Yeah. In The Lion King. <laughs> to die? <laughs> to die? <laughs> yeah, to die halfway through the show. He gets paid 10,000 per show. To die? Man. Go ahead. Give me the... Man, I could... Bro, I could say, remember... Easy, man. That's easy. Mufasa Mufasa also don't has a turn song your back play. on me, Scar. He got a song. Yeah, he has a song. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Justin made another one. I, I don't I know knew what someone was going to do it at that point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anything anything else story-wise? Story-wise. Um... Oh, who's your favorite character? Favorite character. Bro, that's tough. I'm going... I already know that's mine. Mine is George Lafayette. Washington. George Washington was pretty. George dope. Washington was so was. good. Like the, the Christopher Davis, I believe it was. Oh, uh, either right, Christopher Davis or Chris Johnson. Let me see. Hey, I'm gonna say this. My girl Philippa Sue as uh, Eliza Schuyler. 
My that's God, Kevin, like I said, did that's you stop sipping over her? Well, I swear, bro, okay. if you was in the 1700s and she was there, boy, I'm dropping everything. I'm simple. Bro, you probably would have been a slave. Terms, okay, you'd be lynched. I would have been a house slave, let's be honest. <laughs> you would have been lynched. <laughs> Kevin, what world? House slave. In whose house? I don't know. Kev, you better In Hamilton's work. house? I mean, In Hamilton's know, after, house. after Hamilton made the affair public, shut up, Noah. Shut up. <laughs> Bro, come on. Bro. And let's be honest, the king, the king, the king, Jonathan played that well. He played so bro, okay, well. Okay, king spits can we a lot. all like? Can we all just focus on how much this dude was spitting throughout the entire? Show? Oh yeah, that junk was. He made it seem so natural too. Because <laughs> I made, kept like, I literally like saw myself like wiping the screen, like just like, bro, I'm like, get how the, did he all not you gotta try do is to wipe his mouth? I don't know if that was part of the joke. I mean, that that had to be like da da da. Well, no, they. They read, they read, uh, I read an article and they said that um, it was not, that's just what he did. Like, it wasn't a part of his character. It's just what happened and it stuck. He did it one time and it stuck. <laughs> oh, wow. Imagine you, accident, imagine you accidentally do something and now you have to spit to get, like, your check. Every yeah. Time. It was nasty, too. They'll be back. Bro, like, I'm it, like, what? And the thing that's is, like, it's worse because, to... you know, we're all, like, corona and droplets and... You know, right. stuff like that I'm like that's why we're more concerned with it right le legit like in that one when also when James Madison came out coughing we're like oh man the sick oh, sickness no. did not age well oh yeah they'll be back is the uh, is the is the white equivalent to the black panthers powers will not be stripped away anyway. <laughs> that is the that's the white equivalent I loved it but um yeah Christopher Jackson as George Washington was my favorite part um he was very powerful his his singing voice was Whew, that man can go. Oh, I mean, everybody like, in this. Can go. we focus on like the emotional depth of like that he had? Because like, yeah, he was yeah. pretty much after his last song. He was pretty much crying. Like, yep. dude was boo hoo. I don't know if like, sometimes they do like they'll record an actor's last show and they'll just break down emotionally. I don't know if they like yeah. edited that segment in, like, or how many performances this was done. If this was just one, performance. I think they said it was two. Two? I think they said it was, yeah, two, and then it was done with, some of it was done without the audience, and some some of it was done with the That's audience. That's usually how they do it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because they, don't they cut, them, a lot of plays that they, like, put in movie form like this, then they kind of cut different, the best parts yeah. of each, of different shows. Yeah. yeah. So, definitely. But they made it seem like it was all in one shot. I'm saying, like, I sw I'm still up about Oh, how. yeah. I'm trying to figure out. I was trying to dissect. Okay, which one was from live and which one was not. Like, but it's really I hard to do. Yeah, that's like, like you can't tell. Yeah, because he might have he might have done this scene and then like somebody started cheering in the middle of him doing it. <laughs> right. So they had to use a different. You got to remember some people's cell phones go off sometimes too. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like in Broadway that's a huge no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It yeah, is. Like, if you if you do it, you can you can almost be like never let back into that theater again. What? Oh yeah, cell phone. Like, wow. it, 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 I mean, you'll at least be escorted out without a refund. It's like first time they'll give you a warning, but like if it it's, if it becomes like consistent, you will be escorted out without a refund. Nah, that makes sense. I'll be done. I paid three thousand dollars for this ticket, but I'm watching this I'm show. I paid three thousand dollars too, and now your phone is ringing. Hey, sucks to suck. <laughs> Get out and suck, don't why? come back. We can, yeah. turn this, we can turn this into a Moondocks moment real quick. Uh, <laughs> turn my phone. If I can't watch the show, ain't nobody <laughs> watching this show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll be on the way. I'll talk about I'll be back. <laughs> and, uh, you don't want these problems, boy. Psych, you're going to be blacklisted. Uh, oh, and I like what I like what you said about Lafayette. You know, I liked him a lot, too. Lafayette. Yeah. It's the Diggs just has so much me. energy. And well, like he, yeah, especially yeah. when he went into Thomas Jefferson. Bro, Jefferson, bro, guys. He said, what did I miss? That, that song that he did? I, I had so much energy behind it. And one, one, okay, let me just like announce another thing. I love the whole shift of like the entire play going from hip hop to jazz when, when yeah. Jefferson goes on. Yes. Because Jefferson was extra like that. Like that's part of like, he actually died poor because he had what I call uh, Michael Jackson complex where he just had to shine. Mm, yep. Like he just had to shine. And even mm -hmm. though he didn't have the money to shine, he still, he, you never knew because he always had to shine. Imagine the clout, like, imagine how popular, how you walk around knowing you wrote, like, the whole Declaration of Independence. I mean, he did live in France for a period of time, so seeing all yeah. that grandeur and splendor, I'm pretty like, sure Imagine how raw you gotta be. You can't tell him nothing. Uh, sir, you can't skip the line. 
I, first off, excuse you ain't being in this all, line if I ain't write that Declaration of Independence. I'm so yeah, exactly. you go to the back of the line. <laughs> yeah, who do you think you are? Who do you think you is talking to me like that? Man, please. But my favorite sister, since you brought it up, I'd have to say uh, Angelica, uh, Renee, Elise Goldsberry, she or did. Jasmine Cephas Jones. Like I said, Philip Pussu will always have my heart. You're, you're, okay. you're, you're a sad, despicable man. I, I just, love her. That is, I, I want understand. her to be my wife. My I like guy. The, I like the, the, the arc about uh, Alexander Hamilton cheating on his wife when they went up oh, to yeah, the Oh, yeah, she was still with oh, him. Yeah. yeah. That she stayed with him too. Dedication with his sister, with her sister too, bro. Like, bro, I didn't. Bro, she had that was so right. weird that Angelica had a crush on him like that. Like they had that such strong connection. But you want to know like, something? Mm, honestly, the like, way that was pulled that was, off was crazy. I love the way they pulled that off. How like you know, like it. I was like, hold on, what's going on? Then like kind of pulled it back into time. It's hard. It's hard mm-hmm. to do. It's hard to do pulled back in time in theater because it's live. It's moving forward. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to pull back time. In theater, I've seen it done. It 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 it's cringy, but that was mm. very. I don't know if it was the camera angles. I don't know if it looks like that. But the way the audio moved, then the state the stage started moving backwards than the, than it usually did. It was just crazy. Interesting. Yeah. It, oh my gosh. But anything else on like the story? Uh, I okay. I it was it's two hours and thirty minutes. Yeah. I don't know. I know it's a good two yeah. hours or something. And uh, yeah. I, I'm not a big person to sit down for two and a half hours, but I did it. I loved it. There were some dead spots in there for sure, especially uh, in the second half. Because yeah, yeah, I'm sure. like, I'm looking at my phone and I'm just like, yo, this is dead. Yeah, it's the second. It's the second. Up act. until the point where they get to like, I think probably the go duel? into the room that, where it what, happens. The room where it happens. The room where it happens. The room where it happens. Like yeah, that's but. I also really like that they kept the intermission in there. It's a great stopping yeah. point if you want to come back the next day or something or later on yeah. in the day. It's a great yeah. stopping point. And it's about an hour and some changing. So definitely, if you, uh, like me, and don't want to sit two and a half hours, utilize it. Go straight to the intermission. Stop it. Come back. Cool. Because I think I watched it uh, Friday night at work and then came back the next day and just watched from the, from the intermission. Yeah, it took it took me a couple of days. But I think that's it for the story. We can move into implications. Implications. What are we? So doing? you def you definitely talked about how this could be like the new wave. I can definitely mm-hmm. see people trying to to replicate something like this. They'll just be known as a Hamilton copycat. I mean, true, but like yeah. if, if it works, it could be cool. Like I definitely expect Disney to come out with with another production. Disney didn't create this, but with the success of this, maybe they might try their hand at something. I mean, have I'll you like seen the see Disney this- show? Like they're not bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So. I mean- and it's not it's not like you know I don't think Lin Manuel Miranda is the first one to rap in a sh- show like oh, I don't know if you not. guys I don't know if you guys have decided to sit down and quote unquote suffer through SpongeBob the musical it's actually pretty I don't good. think I could it's actually oh, okay. you told me it was good it's I, actually I, good I, I, like, I, I was my, my my only gripe with it is that it doesn't start off with are you ready kids but besides that does it really not do that it doesn't huh. do that. Like hmm. it's the same. It's, it's the same way I felt about how like Shrek the Musical not starting off with "Hey now, you're an all star," but you get used to it. And the same with SpongeBob yeah. the Musical, oh, yeah. it is so gas. And Plankton has a song. Once you Plankton actually Plank, Plankton's song, he just raps the whole thing, and he hits like he hits like KB and Andy Minio levels of speed. Respects. Because that is not easy to do. It <laughs> is not. I've done it like once, and like after that, I quit rapping because it's hard. Yeah. Um, I was I left with anything else? I'm definitely um, intrigued to learn more about Alexander Hamilton, the real story, mm-hmm. to see what it was really like, what was really going on back in them days. I actually uh, have the I, wanted, book I read, read that he based it on. If you if you want to hold it. Oh, definitely. I read. I read the. Uh, I actually had read it before, but I reread the uh, Reynolds pamphlet. Okay. Well, that man was a virtuoso with the pen. Um, oh, like, yeah, like oh, they yeah, said, yeah. like he was supposed to write 25 essays for the, uh, what is it? He wrote 82. Or it was yeah. 81 of them. 81. There was 81 of them he wrote. No, wait, no, he wrote 51. 51? Yeah, 51. Something. James Madison quit after five? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He got the right. All about, all defending the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's what they said. He, all he do would write, was write. Uh, she do. said uh, he wrote like he had, like he was running out of time. Yeah. And that's what Eliza would say about Alexander Hamilton. Like you're running out of time. Bro, see, now I see why my sister wouldn't shut up. Like, I've only seen it once. 
My sister listens, listens to this constantly, and it's already in my head. And oh, I'm man. It oh, yeah, content. I'm already listening to... This is already my new obsession. I'm going like, to be listening oh, yeah. to it on the way home. Yeah, like, <laughs> like oh, when Rhapsody came out, I was listening to Straight Up Queen. Like, yeah. this is how yes. it's going to be for a minute for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, this yeah. is going to be an earworm for everybody. Oh, quick uh, quattro fact. I did an earworm science fair project in like the fifth grade. I got an A. It was great. That's so uh, interesting. But yeah, man, that's all. Anything else? Any last parting words? Favorite part? Last thing. Favorite part? Oh, favorite part. I would have to say the parts with the king. When he was talking, when- for his first part, and then when he went into the part about talking about John Adams and his administration, that was like a brief history lesson right there on itself. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. For me, it would probably be probably Jefferson's introduction. Oh, yeah. Straight gas. It was straight gas and. Probably one of the um, what is it? It's one of not the duels. It's one. Of, it's one of the cabin battles. I think maybe the second. Oh, the, one. The, oh yeah, the, 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 the rap battles were really good. Yeah, the, the I, I say battles. like. Could you imagine if that's how it went down back in those days? When he I was mean, like, that's kind of like out of your mind. It was so fun. I mean, that's kind of like how how it really is in Congress. Except you know they they try to be you know you know they try to be what's the civil. civil. They try to be civil. Robert's laws of water. But, you know, every now and then someone will just pop off. In fact, yeah. if you watch, uh, if you watch like on C-SPAN and you look at like how uh, the British Parliament runs, it's just mm. like that. They're throwing insults at each other. Yeah. Like, you ever seen throwing... Bernie? Bernie be snapping in, uh, used to snap in the, in the cabinet meeting, in the Congress uh, sessions. Yeah. Well, Bernie, Bernie can go off. Bernie can oh, do that. Nice I mean, Bernie's been around for so long. He can do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite part is definitely the scene where um, I want to say it was Lafayette. Lafayette had, uh, was pleading to Congress for them to get involved in the French Revolution, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know the line verbatim, but basically uh, George Washington was like, um, "Your people are looting. Your people are rioting." Uh, actually, hold on, I I actually have it because I I put it on my story, and my friend was like. That's not where it is. And I was like, bro, I didn't ask you what the <laughs> said, freak it was. Keep your opinions to yourself. He says, George Washington goes, the people are leading, the people are riding. There's a difference. Frankly, it's a little bit disquieting that you will let your ideals blind you to reality. Hamilton, draft a statement of neutrality. I was like, ooh. ooh. Yeah, drop the bars. Because it's, so it's so cap. Because it's so cap. Because like, we helped, they helped, the French are one of our allies along with the Spanish to yeah. help beat the British into, mm-hmm. in the war. But you can also, and then, yeah. when they asked us to join their revolution, we're like, mm. But you can also see why we didn't do that. I mean, of yeah, course. You, you, can't, you, can't, you have to get understand why. I, I think about that, that, whole, that whole thing is because and Hamilton even brought that up. I don't know if you guys have another put on. Les Miserables. If you seriously watch it, it's straight up opera. There's like less, there's less talking than there is in Hamilton. But it's kind of, it's not really a history lesson because it isn't based on an actual story. But it's like the dude who wrote the book, the dude who wrote the, the dude who wrote the actual book basically was like, saw some crap that was going on outside his door and then just wrote it, made up a story about it. And it, it kind of like it's kind of an allegory of what was going on in France at the time. Like France didn't really know what the heck they were doing at the time. So if they were yeah. to, if the uh, if the U.S. had joined their revolution at the time, it w- it, it would have been trashed. Yeah, but they were expecting like you know you wash my hand, I wash your yeah, hand type stuff. That was the like, deal. But yeah. it's like, that's, yeah. that was how it was in theory, but in reality, Because they could have charged us a like bunch that. of money, they could have charged, they could have taxed us. Yeah, oh, yeah. They could have taxed but the nah. of us. They were like, yo, just like, if we if we scratch your back, scratch ours. Like, I mean, didn't think about, I mean oh, we made up for it, it though in World War II, though, didn't we? Let me stop. Bruh, after everybody long, dead and gone. I mean, Normandy, bro. I was, I was a French, I would have ships over here. <laughs> I'd have been like, you know what? Go get them, boy. There ain't that many young. Go get them colonies, man. Go ahead and get them first. But like I said, like, France wasn't in a position to do anything at the time anyway. Right. You so know? all they could do was take their knowing, just... Like, yeah. But speaking of moving on... Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Cafeteria Talk, man. Uh, this was a great episode. We got a lot more to talk Definitely. about. Definitely. So, act I 2. Oh, yeah, we got to get into Act 2 then. Boy, said Act Legit. 2. <laughs> I really love this play. I definitely plan on watching I'm, it yeah, again. I'm watching and listening to the soundtrack oh, yeah. uh, all the days of so forever. In the, in the car ride home. Favorite, that's um, that's, yeah, yeah, now we should do a favorite song we do a part 2. Okay. As we wrap it up, DJ Noah, where can I find you? I read you guys. You can find me at DJ underscore Nua. That's DJ underscore N-U-A-H. That's like literally everything. That's my Instagram. That is my Twitter. 
That's my PS4 gamer tag. Like, I'm so serious. Okay. Slick Rob. You can find me on Instagram at Slick with obviously underscore Rob 2 bs underscore on Instagram. Kid Kev. You guys can find me on Instagram at kid.kev17. And you can find me on Instagram at Quattro IV with the period between the C and the U. And on Twitter at uh, RedClear317. Um, also, check out me and my boy Ty on our new show, Brackets and B-Rolls. Uh, catch us on Instagram at Brackets underscore B-Rolls. B-R-A-C-K-E-T-S underscore B-R-O-L-L-S. Same handle on Twitter, Brackets underscore B-Rolls. Check us out. We were coming, coming at y'all on the airways in August. Love y'all, man. Do something nice for somebody. Um, I just want to be in the room where it happened. Love y'all, boys. Do something nice. Later. Come to your talk. Room where it happens. The room where it happens. The room where it happens. Come to your talk.